Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. Happy to have you here today. I'm doing something a little bit different in that I am recording this on video as well as audio because I would like to get this content onto YouTube. This is really distracting having the video here. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, I digress. Welcome. I am happy to talk about this subject because it's very near and dear to my heart. And that is building your resume while you are in the position that you're in. Intentionally uh, putting your hand up and learning new things, working in other departments, showcasing what you're capable of. If you've listened to numerous of these podcasts, you'll probably have heard me talk about being the president and the CEO of your desk. I absolutely 100% advocate this mindset because it puts you in a position of ownership, of responsibility, of accountability for how you're operating on a daily basis. It also puts your mind in the frame of looking outward, wanting to know what is going on, how the whole is doing, and not just with your head down dealing with your own tasks and your own people in your own department. The reason that this is such a, a top, it's a topic that I'm really interested in is because over time people are spending less number of years at a specific job with a specific company than they did historically and as you're working through your job right now keeping track of what you're doing what you've accomplished what you've put forward what you've created it's really important. It's important to you because it's so easy to forget. And sometimes it's those little tweaks that make such a phenomenal difference in the outcome. And sometimes you can be working on a really large project that is taking a lot of time. And the change that it makes or the impact that it has is very small. It's a needed impact, but it doesn't have a huge impact. 
you need to be keeping track of those. When I was in corporate the first year that I was running the sales department, at the end of the year, I had to present. What did we do that year? And then also, what were my plans for the next year? I tell you, it was hard to remember what we did. I spent a lot of time going back. So yeah, I didn't want to have to do that again. So I decided that I was going to create an Excel spreadsheet. And in that spreadsheet, every time we completed projects, every time we came up with something creative, every time we fixed a roadblock, every time that we made things more streamlined, we had better response with customers in between departments. All of that was documented in this spreadsheet. And at the end of the year, it was very easy to collate it all and put it together to be able to present. Didn't require a lot of brain power. Where I got to use the brain power was in determining what was going to be happening the following year. Where was it that we wanted to grow? What was it that we wanted to do? That is an effective use of the brain power. So for those of you that are starting out, it's important for you to know what you've done, to be able to document what you've done so that when you are having conversations with other leaders in your company, with people in your own department, that you're really clear not because you want to brag. There's times where, yeah, you do want to brag, but for the most part, you want to be very confident and comfortable that you are doing a good job. You are contributing, not just to your department, but you're contributing to the company. You are helping that company grow. As I was doing some research for this podcast, and excuse my head down for you, those of you that are on the video, I was researching the reason that people change jobs. And again, if you have listened to the podcast, a number of them, you'll know that at 58 years old, my position was eliminated. I walked into work one day and yeah, you're done after 15 years with the company. So it happens. But I feel really confident that I'm aware and very clear on what I accomplished at this company. I'm very proud of what we accomplished, but it's only because I had that spreadsheet and I kept track of everything that was going on. So here's some reasons why I encourage you to start that resume building scenario right now, right from the get-go. And you know what? There might not be a lot of things on there for the first year, but as you keep adding, you understand how valuable you are. You understand how important it is that you continue to work with your people and build your team. There's reasons why you're doing what you're doing. So here's some things that came up when I was doing my research about the reasons for changing jobs. You want higher pay and you don't see an avenue where you are right now. Better benefits and perks. Relocation to a different geographic area. 
career advancement, choosing a less stressful job, escaping an incompetent or negative boss. This is the one that really distresses me because over 70% of the working population say that their boss is the worst part of their job. We need to change that. That's why this podcast is happening. That's why I developed Leaders Grow First as a course, an online course. It's why I speak. It's why I do workshops. It's why I teach inside other people's programs because we need people that bring more humanity to the workplace and people that are interested in cultivating other human beings. You might change your career focus. You might decide, okay, you know what? I want to try something different. Better work-life balance, reorganization at the company, layoff due to duplication of their job resulting from a merger or acquisition. You're not feeling fulfilled. You want more interesting work. You want a better schedule. You've determined that your skills and abilities didn't fit this job. Lack of recognition for your accomplishments. This was another one that really astounded me. I believe it was the vast majority of people when they were asked in this same study, it had been over 56 days since the last time somebody said that they had done something well or they were appreciated. And that is just not okay. And then we've got outsourcing. There's lots of reasons why you want to be really clear on who you are and how you've contributed and what you have done and what you're going to bring to the table. It's, there's something really satisfying about creating this. I did it on a spreadsheet. Some people, you might be more comfortable with a journal you might be more comfortable with just using the notes or like a type on your phone. Whatever way is the most comfortable, you definitely want to get started on it. Have fun with it. Make it an event. Because <laughs> I can absolutely assure you that When you start doing this, as you start adding more things to your list, you are going to gain confidence. You are going to believe in yourself more. You're going to believe in your capability more. And what happens with that is that you show up differently. You're more commanding. You are more assertive. You are more comfortable in your own skin because you really have settled in on your worth. And building your resume is something that you can be actively doing every single day. One of the ways that I built my resume in my 15 years of corporate was putting my hand up and offering to help in other departments. If they had a project that needed to be done, if they needed help, like the shipping department, they had a really big shipping day and they needed somebody to come and pack boxes. Okay. I learned a lot about shipping. I learned about drop shipping. 
I learned how and why we only stocked certain sizes of boxes and that in the long run, that was better for the planet than having 27 different box styles. I also worked in production and yeah, I was Lucy. They put me on the line and yeah, it's not easy. I came to understand and appreciate how difficult it is to stand on concrete for eight, 10, 12 hours a day. I learned about why they did things the way that they did and the sequence that they did them in. So by the end of my 15 years there, I had a really good understanding of how the company worked and how it functioned and how each department interacted with another. So when I actually came to conclusions or tried to be creative and looked at new opportunities, I came at it with a lot more information, a lot more balance from a whole picture standpoint. That was resume building. I gained so much from that. You can do the same thing right now. Whatever position you hold, put your hand up, get to know other people in the company, get to know other departments and start adding knowledge and information about those to your resume. You, you don't know what is going to happen in the future. And I'm not saying that you're even intending on leaving the job that you're in. You may absolutely love it and you're having fun, but life does happen. And sometimes it doesn't go according to plan. You are your biggest advocate. You're your, or should be your biggest cheerleader. You should want to be really clear on what it is that you bring to the table, how it is that you can help and who it is that you can encourage and promote along the way. So get out there and really make a conscious decision and an intentional decision to build your resume. And yes, that means you have to get out of your comfort zone. Yes, that means you need to put your hand up for things that you're not quite sure you're capable of doing or that you know what you're doing. That's perfectly fine. You don't have to. Just make sure that they know that you need help. Ask for help and it will be there. But be prepared. I guess is that the next thing. The other side of this is when you conduct yourself this way, opportunity is presented to you and given to you because of this can do interested, see the big picture attitude. You will be approached to help in other areas. You will be approached for promotion. You don't have to spend a lot of time and energy working up the courage to ask for a raise and ask for a promotion because those things are presented to you. Now, that's in a perfect world. There are companies out there that take advantage of people and don't do those things, but there's lots of them out there that do. And for me, how I felt the most confident and the most comfortable 
was simply digging in and knowing everything that I could know about every single department in the company. I'm not, you're absolutely not going to get into the nitty gritty of it. You're not going to know in finite detail what is happening, but you definitely can learn a lot and get a really solid overview. So build that resume right where you are and know that it will take you in wonderful places if you just simply continue to work at it. Get that spreadsheet started, get that journal started and start documenting what you do and how you do it and what the results are so that when the opportunity presents itself, you have the information you need to present yourself, your capabilities, your strengths in the best light. So have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Now, wasn't that informative? Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Please feel free to follow me on Instagram at the People Gardener and also on LinkedIn. It's Rhonda Delaney on LinkedIn. If you haven't already downloaded my 25 ways to be interested, the core foundational element of leadership, go to rondadelaney.com forward slash workbook. It's a workbook and a challenge. Thanks so much again for listening. We'll see you again next week.